Welcome to Family Mission. Welcome. Welcome. We're so glad you're here. (laughs) We are so glad you're here. Thanks for joining us today, tuning in, having a conversation with Mark and I. Just come sit at our table with us today. I do. I feel like they're sitting right here with us. Oh, yes. Well, we know Holy Spirit is. That's right. Hello. He has a seat. He's the most important person in the conversation. Yes, he is. And um, if you're not familiar with us, Mark and Kimberly Spellman here. Um, and we are so thankful that you have found us mm-hmm. and are tuning in. We are continuing a conversation mm-hmm. today about marriage. The mission of marriage. The mission. The great mission. The mission the great of love. It's the mission of love. The mission of love. And that's what Family Mission is all about, reviving the, the mission, mission of, of love. love. Amen. Hello. And you know, um, the family unit starts with a man and a woman. That's right. A lot of people will say, hey, it's about time we start our family, meaning, you know, start having children. But we say, no, 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 no. Back up. Back, back up. up. You're already a family when that's two right. become one. Amen. That covenant has begun. It has begun. And the family has begun. That's right. Marriage is the foundation of family. That's right. That's why we we really encourage not just, you know, all joking aside, it is really a major important thing to have. Marriage is the foundation. And it is major important, husbands and wives, that your relationship stay the very center of your family unit. So when kids come in... You just bring them into your already firm foundation of a relationship, and they can't divide you. Mm-mm. They can't separate you from each other. Mm-hmm. They can't become the center. That's right. And Though kids can be a lot of work, mm-hmm. they must not take the place of um, your relationship with your spouse. That's right. So date. That's date. right. Keep the romance alive. Have what we call FaceTime, eye-to-eye communication. (laughs) Yeah. All phones aside. (laughs) All phones aside. And really truthfully, you know, in our, let's just be honest, in our day and age, that is probably one of the last things on Mm -hmm. the list instead of one of the first things on the list because we're working, we're doing, we're involved in things. We've got kids there. We're working with them. We're taking them places and mm-hmm. our marriage, our spouse is the last one that gets. And mm-hmm. that is so upside down. Upside down. And, you know, because both mom and dad are so passionate and care so much about the children, it's an easy thing to do. Yeah. It's you know, <laughs> kind of natural if you don't. Uh, yeah. It's not even something contend. that you're. It's just a natural drift because mm-hmm. the, the flesh, there's so much affection for your children. There's so much protection and you can have so much interest that you share for your children that you can see literally all your time get consumed and you can then not 
make a priority of your marriage and some alone time where you're able to communicate, have conversation, some prayer time together, some word time together, just getting away, you know, even if it's in your, we found a place not even three miles from where we were living because of how busy things had gotten. Kim and I would get away regularly to a bed and breakfast Yes, just to, just to be out of the routine, out of the environment. It wasn't that it was a bad environment. It was just busy. And busy can sometimes be a thief, not if it's bad, but it's just busy. Well, and there were many times that before we did that, that we would simply get in the car and drive down to a park that mm-hmm. was close, or we would take a walk. Yep. And we would just go and spend 30 minutes by ourselves. Just walk, hold hands. Maybe even just in silence, just be together, be connected, and just be out of the maybe the demanding of the busy time. Well, and I know that we're kind of on a little a little vein here by the Spirit, and I want to just say this, that, you know, sometimes when it comes to spending time with one another, we think, oh my goodness, you know, well, let's go on a date, let's mm-hmm. go do this, let's go do that. Well, Let's pack up, too, because there's got to be a balance where your kids see each other as That's important. Good. That's good. So couch time, we also did this when the boys were little. We had what we call couch time. And every day we would take 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. The boys knew that they could not. Well, it started with Sam when he was little. Um, and then when Dan came along, he kind of got in on the play. But we would sit. On on a couch or two mm-hmm. chairs in a certain area of the house, and we'd say, "Okay, we're having couch time, mommy and daddy time. Go play." And he knew that mm-hmm. if we were doing that until we got up from that place, he wasn't to disturb us. And this is important, Kim. I'm so glad you brought this up. Uh, we did not send. We could have sent them to the room. You know, yes. we could have done that. But see, that's not the point. The point is, they need to be in the same space with mom and dad and see mom and dad honoring what they have, letting the child be welcome in that space, but not controlling what happens in that space. Exactly. And we found out that then that became a great uh, advocate. Then when we went out Mm -hmm. and we were in other places, we're in a restaurant, we're in other places where, you know, they were in our same space, but they didn't have to be constantly entertained or the focus of all the attention. And so it was because they natural come into the world oh my with gosh. with uh, crying and and being in charge. And so you have to train <laughs> that and and structure it. But it also brought great security. Exactly. And you know, over the years, we shared that with some some different couples, different mm-hmm. families that maybe were having some insecurity issues with their children and we began to say do this and do it for two weeks and see Mm -hmm. what happens at the end of the two weeks and every single one of them the children's behavior adjusted Mm -hmm. it it came to a place where the kids were like you know secure they could see that mom and dad were together and it brought great strength to them because they felt comfort knowing that mom and dad we're together. Yeah. And of course, we're highlighting when children are young, but this is equally as important as they go mm-hmm. into teenage years. Yes. As long as they're in your home, 
um, it's important that they see mom and dad um, really connected and spending time together and let them be in that space, not controlling Mm -hmm. that space, welcomed into that space, but let them see mom and dad honoring each other, laughing together, maybe even the conversation. Obviously, some things are private conversations and kids don't need to hear it and children don't need to hear it. But I'm talking about it, by and large, it could really advocate and, and encourage their heart. Mm-hmm. We've had our grown, now our, our sons are all now grown. They've come to us now in these latter years and said how much that helped them. Well, and if we say mom and dad are going on a date, mm-hmm. boy, they're like, woohoo, <laughs> all right, go have fun. That's right. You know, and and that's because it breeds. Again, we're talking about security mm-hmm. and and because love is security. Yeah. Love breeds security and and it is the seed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> love is the seed for yeah. security. And so when when that is being demonstrated before them and you know it also helps make the the very foundation in the seed that you're undivide, undividable. Yes. That's so good. I mean, and, you know, because we come into this world with natural things, just um, the sin nature, let's just Mm -hmm. say it. It's sin nature, flesh. And it starts with a screaming baby. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it goes all the way through. And unless um, we take the word of God and we begin to train our children through the word of God, um, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's, it's one thing when a, a child is like the infant mm-hmm. and you use a pacifier, but you don't want to have that pacifier mentality to grow and mature a child. Oh boy. And you know, in our, <laughs> in our last podcast, Kim, you know, I just, if, if you're listening today and you didn't catch the last one, don't go don't check it out, go check it out, but, but stay hooked up here. But in our last podcast. Uh, podcast we talked about how fear can mm-hmm. can come into and this we're talking about security and that's what prompted the thought is security is so important and perfect love Cast casts out, out all, all fear. fear and I want to give you a scripture if you're listening here today I want you to have this reference it it says this in first John four seventeen um, through 19. I'm going to read the scripture that I want us to get back into that security and how the importance of, you know, children seeing that, uh, conversation that takes place, maybe when you're even working through a challenge or a, a situation. So first John four, 17 to 19 says, love has been perfected among us in this, that we would have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we In this world, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out out all fear because fear involves torment. Mm. And he who fears has not been made perfect or not been matured in love. We love him because he first loved us. Hallelujah. Praise God. We love him. Him mm-hmm. because he first loved us. Yeah. And so just think about that in the family unit, what we're talking about when we love each other mm-hmm. first, then our kids, then our 
or, or they react to yeah. that love. Yeah. They react to what they see, what's been demonstrated. And, you know, we're going to get into a little bit more about Genesis in Genesis, um, about three things that um, we, we like to encourage everyone when it comes to communication, because we're talking about communication, we're talking about having a safe place, we're talking about security, we're talking about, you know, couch time or communication time. All of those things have to be based on not having three mm-hmm. things yeah. in our lives. Yeah. And um, three things that your flesh will do mm-hmm. everyone's flesh will yes. do unless you redirect it it's just it's just natural to the flesh it's natural to the flesh and it's natural when especially something happens and you words were said mm-hmm. that um produced feelings <laughs> emotions <laughs> oh boy <laughs> and those that were not brought immediately back into subjection mm-hmm. to the Word of God. And, you know, this comes to mind um, as we're talking about this out of my spirit. I hear, you know, the scripture that says, don't let the sun go down mm-hmm. upon your wrath. Yeah. So what does that mean? Yeah. That means don't go to bed with these three things in operation. That's it. And you may be wondering, what are these three things? What are these three (laughs) things? Tell us, tell us, tell us. Well, because love leads. Yes. And so we all have flesh. We all can admit to that. And so what we're going to talk about, and if you want to join us now, let's go back to Genesis 3 and we'll give you those three things. But what we're talking about is yielding to love Mm -hmm. and not to your flesh. When you yield to love, you're going to overcome these natural tendencies, these tendencies that you have in your flesh, you know, to protect yourself, preserve yourself, um, have your own self-interest in mind, whether it's in a conversation or because of something that was said to you or something you're going through. These three things are things that love will prevail in. Love will overcome. Mm -hmm. And these are things that we all have to overcome. This is not something it's like the Bible says in the book of James, you can't just tame your tongue. Like you can tame an animal, you you can control it, but you can't just tame it and leave it alone. And say, okay, I won that battle. Let's move on to something else. It is something you will consistently have to uh, apply effort, yes. apply diligence, yes. apply commitment. Mm-hmm. And so, when we talk about yielding to love and resisting the fear and these three things, these are things that will be presented. Almost daily. <laughs> so it's Sometime not... <laughs> minute by minute. <laughs> Sometimes you have to just shake it off and answer it back, answer it back. And, you know, um, I know that I've shared this before, but I'll say it again. Sometimes um, my family laughs at me because something will happen and I'll just I'll just start speaking. And, yeah. and <laughs> they're like. She's talking again. <laughs> she's answering it back. <laughs> That's right. She's directing her thoughts. You know, basically, um, you know, emotions make a great caboose. They don't make a great engine. <laughs> 
you know, but a lot of times we, we put the emotions up. That's at the front. a good one. As the boys say, um, or the guys say, they're not boys anymore. I have to re- restrain from saying boys. The guys say, put that on a pillow. Put that on a pillow. <laughs> or they'll say, that'll preach. <laughs> but emotions make a great caboose, not a great engine. Ooh. So you don't want emotions leading, but emotions are important. Yes. And they will fall in line if you have the right thing leading. Oh, come so on. So we want to put love in the lead. Love in the lead. Then even feelings that are contrary towards someone, you can actually find compassion rise up even against someone who might have been very contrary to you, very against you, very hurtful to you, very disappointing to you. Let love lead. Let love be mm. the engine that's driving, not driving, that's leading. Then those emotions, those feelings will come around. But let's get into well, Genesis actually, 3. Well, actually, you said, you said that, and, and I saw a train mm-hmm. actually. Actually, they are pulling those emotions. That's right. They are, they are getting those emotions and Pulling them along in line, in line. It's in getting line. them in. The, it's it's mm-hmm. about getting emotions in the proper place. That's right. They are important to life, but they're not a good leader. That's right. And they're poor fuel. Oh, hello. <laughs> but love, again, when we say love, we're not talking about the uh, worldly definition of love. We're talking about agape. Woohoo! Sometimes pure love. And that's why we all say here in our home, we're all type A. Ha. Ah. Type. Agape. Top agape. Agape. <laughs> All right, Genesis 3. Somebody, I can hear somebody saying, well, oh, I want the three things. Because, see, I'm like, no, I get in the service, I'm like a note taker. And if somebody says, I want to give you three points. Well, come man, on, let's I'm, let's get the three points. I'm going to be sadly disappointed if I don't get those three points. You know? All right, we have 15 minutes. Let's, uh, get the, let's get them in. No. If you've actually tuned into Family Mission, we're not necessarily getting into something you've never heard before. But, again, these are things that are so foundational, so fundamental to victory in your home, to creating yes. an atmosphere of your home where, whether it's between you and your wife or you and your children or you in important relationships, you create safety in conversation. You create value in the exchange of thoughts. And as we started off this conversation with you today, we started off talking about that husband and wife were the very center and core yes. of the family. So it starts with us. Yeah. We're the nucleus. We're the nucleus. Those kids are like the electrons spinning around the orbit. Yeah, that's right. They create all the electricity. <laughs> the energy. <laughs> the, the energy. Flag. That's exactly. Okay, three things. So in Genesis 3, these are the things that everyone who has flesh, which is everyone. Us. <laughs> Is going to have to contend with not yes. that not that it's a in in uh, it's not like it's a an achievable goal, but it is something that's going to take effort. It's going to take diligence. We have to press commi- towards the mark. In other words, in fact, it's going to take practice. <laughs> Come on, it's going to take discipline. <laughs> it is. It's going to take. So here's what happens: shaking Genesis your flesh three. off. <laughs> Genesis three. God comes walking in the cool of the day, but something has changed. Uh oh. Has you ever have you ever walked into a room and thought, hmm, something something's changed? changed. <laughs> <laughs> well, something changed in the garden, and we all know what it was. Adam and Eve ate the fruit that they were forbid- forbidden to eat, and now they are experiencing feelings that they Uh-oh. had never felt before. So the feelings that were the caboose became the engine. Oh in that man, case. exactly. They now those feelings were controlling front them, front and center, front and center, <laughs> and those are the feelings that we're going to deal with here today. 
today because these are things that love will help us prevail in. Love will help us overcome these fleshly or fearful, we might say, feelings. And so when God comes walking in the cool of the garden, let's pick it up here in Genesis 3. Um, They've just eaten. Verse 8, we're going to pick it up. Genesis 3, 8. Oh, I got to actually, I'm going to miss something if I don't back up to seven. <laughs> okay, right after the eight. Oh, boy. Immediately after the eight, verse seven. Then mm. the eyes of both of them were opened and they knew that they were naked. Oh, that means that they were open because they had never seen this because they were um, now in a not so good place. The glory was off their life. Ooh. The light lifted off of them. And that, see, they were clothed in the glory of God. I mean, the fact that it wasn't just like a, like a nudist colony out there. They were literally clothed in light. Okay, yes. And, and in the Passion Translation of that verse, mm-hmm. it says, immediately their eyes were opened and they realized they were naked, yeah. vulnerable. There you go. And ashamed. So they sewed fig leaves together for covering. Now let me let me mention this: the enemy always overpromises and underdelivers. <laughs> That's another lesson on a pillow. You're, <laughs> you got enemy, some some good ones today. <laughs> the enemy overpromises and underdelivers because here's what he promised them: you're gonna. You eat this, you're going to see things you've never seen before. You're going to feel things you've never felt before. You're going to know things you've never known before. Uh-oh. And he was right. Yeah. But what they saw, they didn't want to see. No, they, they became felt, vulnerable. Exactly. They had never felt shame. They had never saw nakedness. They'd never no. felt need. They'd never felt fear. Or separation. Or separation. Uh-oh. So here they are, verse 7, their eyes were opened, and they knew that they were naked. So what did they do? They sewed fig leaves together and made for themselves covering. Covering. So that's the first thing your flesh will want to do when it knows it's messed up. It's going to want to cover. Uh-oh. So when we're having conversations and we're going mm-hmm. back to that intimate conversation as husband and wife, we cannot cover. Yeah. You can't be one flesh and be covering. And here's the thing. You've got to be willing to step out by faith mm-hmm. and trust the other. Yeah. And trust God in the other person. That's right. And so. And in the situation. And if you're in a situation where you're not, maybe your spouse isn't saved, then you're going to have to trust God. I mean, just first and foremost, that's what this is all about. This is trusting God's way yes. of doing things. Yes. And honesty is always the, the godly way. We speak the truth, but we speak it in love. And so here it's all about not covering. And then verse 8, they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves Uh-oh. from the presence of the Lord among the trees. So what's the second thing? Hiding. Hiding. And of course, that's similar Escapism. to covering. It's, it's similar to covering, but mm-hmm. this is these are actions. They covered. That was something they did. They Then they went and hid, which is like even going deeper into covering. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the first is like a quick, immediate cover, but then, then they intentionally sought out even greater covering okay. to hide. So let's talk about that. Whenever you're in a, a relationship with your spouse and something happens and you you feel 
the instant escape mm-hmm. or wanting to to go hide out from the feeling, the situation, your spouse, you know that the mm-hmm. devil's working on you. You know it. You know it. And there's a lot of ways that we cover and hide. I mean, mm-hmm. we have so much available in this day and age where entertainment's concerned, <laughs> things that we can buy, oh, things now you've that we gone can to do. <laughs> And we try to cover the pain or cover the disappointment or hide from it. Or uh, spend time with it. it. Exactly. Spend time on your phone instead of in communication with your spouse. Yeah. So I think you see where we're going with this. And this is something that the Holy Spirit can help you just like he helps us and anyone who wants to have healthy communication and mm-hmm. with the Lord first and foremost, but also with your spouse and with your children and other very important relationships, we have to avoid the tendency of hiding and covering. Notice God is leading, right? He comes to them. He doesn't, you know, I'm sure he's not looking forward to having to come and address this, but he comes and he wants to address it. He wants to confront it. He wants to, and he starts the conversation. That's right. As soon as he finds them. <laughs> okay. So what's number three, number three, number three. So they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the cool day and they hid. And so verse nine, the Lord called out to Adam and mm-hmm. said, where are you? He, Hello. He leads with a question. <laughs> That's a great way to lead into a conversation, lead with a question. Um, it's so powerful to consider the questions in the Bible. The Bible's a book of questions, but it's a book of answers. Jesus many times was asked questions, and he would even answer questions with questions. Questions get the other person talking. Questions get the other person speaking. And sometimes we can railroad a conversation or hijack a conversation by not stopping and asking questions. But notice here. Or echoing back. Or echoing back. God Mm -hmm. asks a question. And of course, we know he knew the answer. He wasn't asking it for the information. He was asking it to get them talking. Well, can I just insert this? Because I think it's so important because it applies here, but it also applies to our our own spiritual walk, personal walk with the Lord and intimacy. You know, something that... Um, We've put into practice in our in our life and in our home and taught the boys years oh taught the guys years ago. <laughs> I'm gonna get it, guys. Oh I'm gonna get it. Um I um is this and that is that when you hear someone speak something, it's so important to say or answer back. Am I understanding correctly? This is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. That's that's good communication. That works with our personal relationship with the Lord, too. Talking about, you know, because we're talking about what happened in Genesis and that that vulnerability, that communication, that that whole oneness Mm -hmm. was there was distance. And so to get back into that intimacy with the Lord, with our spouse, with our children, sometimes we have to work to say, Am I hearing, you know, be, mm-hmm. being good listeners, 80% of communication is listening, 20% is actually speaking, but that 20% should be going back and saying, okay, for instance, God, I, I, Holy Spirit, I heard you say this. Mm-hmm. Is that really what I heard you say? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying to me? And allow there to be an answer mm-hmm. because a lot of times in our communication, a lot of strife, 
a lot of division, a lot of frustration would end if we just were willing to go back and mm-hmm. and, and echo back and then then give the, the person the opportunity to say, no, I really meant this yeah. or yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. It's the the feedback is so very important, mm-hmm. um, and so and it's learning. It, it again, I want to say this and encourage someone today. This takes practice. Oh, it, it's boy. like any other. We're skill. still learning. What did we learn today? <laughs> Absolutely. We. I mean, this is a lifelong journey. Quest. Of, quest. Quest of being effective, efficient, mm-hmm. um, uh, quality, um, compassionate communicators and it takes to, practice and to instantly when your flesh goes wants to go somewhere to stop it mm-hmm. and say whoa, whoa whoa wait a minute sorry yeah. i you know let's let's rewind a little bit yeah exactly <laughs> so god asked a question not for the information's sake but he was wanting to get them talking because a lot of times people hide people cover they they recluse they withdraw mm-hmm. And the proverb says, you know, when you withdraw yourself, uh, it's not wise. Uh-oh. And so we want to make sure we don't withdraw and hide and escape and cover. All right. So what 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 was the last one? So then the next thing he because you said it. Yeah, you just said it. I know. I know. So verse ten, he said, they answered him, God. They said, we heard your voice in the garden. Or Adam speaking, actually, he said, I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid myself. So he kind of confessed up and he said, so another question. Yes. I mean, questions are so important. Who told you that you are naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you? You should not eat now. This is a yes or no answer. Very simple. Yes or no. Yes, I did. No, I didn't. What did the man say? What does fear say? What does the It flesh, was her fault. It was the woman you gave <laughs> oh. me. He blamed his wife and God. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, but it gets even worse. So now what does she do? <laughs> and the Lord God says, okay, Eve, woman, what is this you have done? And she said, it was a the devil made me do it. The devil did it. The devil made me do it. <laughs> so this is our quest. Come on, somebody. Hello. Overcoming the temptation to blame someone for our choice. Oh. Blame someone when we're called on the carpet, when we're <laughs> called, you know, before. Because here's the thing. You can't have, ju- you can't have mercy without justice. No. You, Come on. In order for there to be mercy... There has to be justice. That's right. And sometimes we try to rush right to the mercy side of the gospel Mm. without realizing there's a punitive side of the gospel. And with that, justice is responsibility. Exactly. The cross doesn't mean anything unless you realize the cross was punitive. Judgment was taking Mm -hmm. place. Mm -hmm. Sin was being punished. There was wrath being poured out upon the sin. And why was was God so angry against sin? Not because it was... We crossed the line. We we ate the cookie. It was because that separated 
us from him. Oh, boy, come he, on. He hates being separated from his family, and he has been pursuing us for thousands of years. And 2,000 years ago, Jesus Christ died on a cross to restore that intimacy, to restore that agreement, to restore that partnership, and to restore the conversation. And so now, let's work with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Let's allow him to help us develop these skills. Let's remove the fear. Let's remove the threat. Let's now come back at home in our hearts. Let's have conversation with God in prayer. Let's have conversation with our spouses. Come on. Let's have conversation with our children. Let's have the difficult conversations that we would maybe call difficult, but Oh, how rewarding they are when you work through redemption, you work through forgiveness, you work through the, the, challenges that you might face when you see things different, when feelings are hurt, disappointment enters in, pain enters in. Oh, the beauty of healing. Well, we're going to pray right now. Father, we just thank you for healing that comes to every person that is in the conversation with us today. Yes. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are the revealer of all truth. And so we thank you that you reveal what mm-hmm. truth needs to be revealed in every situation, yes. in every relationship. May there be a drawing back to great intimacy with Father God, Yes. with spouses, yes. with children, with loved ones, yes. with friends. Father, we thank you for the wisdom of of this revelation. And Holy Spirit, I'm asking that you just impart to each one of us a deeper revelation of just what we've talked about today. Help us, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We thank you. We thank you. Amen. 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 Wow, we are so thankful to share this time with you each week. We're so glad you're a part of Family Mission. Make sure to check out how to connect with us on the link below, how you can email us, how you can follow us on social yeah, media. If, you, if you're enjoying, um, I know that I do this with Crowned in His Glory for all of those that like the conversation, come into the conversation with me. But I'm going to ask... Um, for for you guys to just give us a little feedback on this one if you're enjoying mark and i doing this um these conversations on marriage just message us at spelman ministries um on facebook or you can email us Mm -hmm. at spelmanministries.gmail i'm sorry i just messed that up at gmail. Ministries at gmail.com. And, um, or if you have our personal information, text, um, you can text us and say, hey, yeah. I liked that. Or, all right, that was boring. <laughs> yeah, come on. Spice it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Good or bad. Anyway. Be brutally honest. Be brutally honest. Well, we hope that you've enjoyed this conversation. Until next time, know that you are fully blessed. Thank you.